Welcome to the Ark Church Podcast. On here, you'll find all of our Sunday and Wednesday messages, as well as classes and special services. If you would like more information about the Ark Church, visit us at thearkchurch.com or download our app available to all app stores. Our heart for you is that you would live for God, grow stronger, and make a difference. Enjoy. Hey, I'm Matt Clayton. Uh, this is my dad, Pastor Alan Clayton. Um, this Bishop. is Bishop, yeah. the good right reverend. Yeah. Uh, Pastor Alan Clayton. If you're not familiar with this, this is called Off the Cuff. Um, this is a chance where we ask questions uh, to my dad. He has no idea the question's coming. No idea. And you really get answers off the cuff. So some of it came from the idea of if I could sit down and have coffee with you and, and every ask, member. And just ask questions. And just ask questions. Right. How would you answer and respond right. in that moment? So, so I'm blindfolded. Yep. I have no idea. Exactly. He's he has. We, we know we're going to talk about Christmas today. We're going to talk about the New Year. We're talk about the holidays and really how do we survive those? How do we okay. navigate those times and efforts? So, okay. welcome to Off the Cuff. We're excited to have you guys here. Let's jump in. All right. What are some of the ways that kind of you navigate family situation where I feel like I'm not liked by a large portion of my family? Like how do I navigate that? Where I'm at? Yeah, you know, that's a great question, and, and it's and it's very real. Um, you know, I, I'm thinking that. Your objective going in has got to be the right objective. Yeah. So I'm not going in with the thought of I'm going to win the argument. I'm not going in with I'm going to defend myself. I'm going in. I'm going to be real nice. I'm going to fly under the radar. I'm going to try to avoid you know the people who want to pick the fights. Yeah. And um, and the objective is I'm and that's not my my nature. My nature is to try to win. Right. Arguments. Right. And I realize you don't ever win them. You really don't win them. Yeah. Even if you make your point and you just silence the other person, you've, you've not accomplished anything. So right. Paul talked about, I become all things to all people that I might win some. His idea was to win people to Christ, hmm. not to, to try to win the argument. Hmm. And so I think if you go in with the objective, I'm going to be a witness for the Lord. I'm going to be a witness. God's done some great things in my life. And I am not here to argue. How do you not, I mean, it sounds like your approach would not be to put it in people's faces though. Oh, no. So, I mean, cause sometimes you can come across as like, you're inserting Jesus into every situation. Yeah. And how do you come, how do you able to, you know, be in those family situations without being obnoxiously Christian? And I, I hate to use that term, but. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't think that's an accurate term being obnoxiously Christian. I think being pushy doesn't work in any scenario. Gotcha. And so I look for open doors. I, I, if someone gives me an opportunity, and, and I'll and, and I may say something like, you know, the Lord really helped us here, or yeah. He but or he, he gave us wisdom, or He showed us things. That might cause the eyes to roll, but I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to push that. Right. And I'm not trying to, uh, you know, to bring a response out of you. I'm just I'm just just sharing yeah. with things. But you know, there there is a principle, and said where Jesus said. <laughs> You don't share this verse. Don't throw your pearls. Don't cast your pearls before swine. Yeah. Ne never share that at a family function. Do not say, I'm not going to share that with you because I'm not supposed to throw my pearls in front of swine. It's a good that, way to win that, an argument. That, that is not, that's not going to help. Yeah. But I think sometimes things that are very precious and valuable to us are not precious and valuable to other people. Hmm. So I may not give you even insight on that. Hmm. If If you don't, appreciate my values and appreciate what I do. I'm not going to share for you what the Lord's put on my heart. I'm just not going to put that in front of you. Hmm. So I'm not going to give you a chance 
to take a shot at something that's very valuable to me. Hmm. And to like ignite something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What happened? So it's almost like going in on enemy territory. Yeah. You, you pretty much have to be aware of, of your environment right. and aware of what's going on right. and aware of what's my objective here. My objective is to be kind, to be gracious, to be sweet, yeah. to, you know, to, to love these folks yeah. and leave unscathed. What if you're if at, possible. What if you're at a family function, you're there and they're doing things are happening that are against maybe against how you feel should happen as a Christian or like, Okay. Maybe you're like, wow, this is this is not good. Yeah. You know, what's your level of like? I need to step in and say something. Do you are you gonna are you gonna walk away? What? How do you deal with those kind of situations? Maybe there's a really angry argument or something, or something gets. Ooh. Well, we you, we we come from a very verbal we do family. Yes. And so, I'm verbal. Your mother's verbal. Right. You're verbal. Yes. Michael's verbal. Yeah. Christina's verbal. Yeah. So. Uh, so thankfully our spouses are not as perfect. No, thank God. Um, you know, you know, the Bible talks about if, if you can stop a quarrel before it starts, yeah. that, that the, the, the beginning of strife is like letting out water. Mm. And so you stop it before it starts. Yeah. And so if it's, if it's in someone else's house, I don't have near as much control. Mm. If, if I'm at your house and there a, a big family, argument erupts yeah I, I don't have the ability to go i might as a father right if it's just if it's just the the, the clayton family right i might as a father go peace guys just right. stop but if i'm in someone else's house it's not my house i don't have the ability to call that shot yeah and mm. so I, i'm going to stay i'm probably just going to go quiet or i might get up and go do something else yeah so you don't step into those, you won't jump into the fray. You're not going to win arguments. If, if you can go into the, to, the, to, the, to the holidays with that mindset, I'm not going to win yeah. arguments here. And so I'm not gonna to try to enter into arguments. I'm gonna try, I'm not gonna win them. People who really wanna know what I think will ask me questions. Right. And if it and it's questions, they're not trying to start something. It's questions because they really want to know. And you can you should be able to determine that. Right. If, if someone asks me a snarky question, all they're trying to do is start a fight. And I might ask them, well, why would you ask that? Right. Because you really don't care about my values anyway. So are, yeah. are, are we are we trying to start? And I might are we trying to start an argument? Yeah. I, I'm, I came here to eat. Yeah. I, I didn't come here to argue. Oh, that's a good point. So I'm I'm going to try to stay out of all. Have you ever been in a situation where someone maybe offended you, like a family member has offended you? Never, I've never ever. been, I've never right. been well, offended. Great, that marks that question. <laughs> um, do you, how do you deal with that? Let's say like, cause you know, sometimes what can happen is offense can happen during the year or something. And there's never really opportunities to like sit down and people sit down, all of a sudden you've been with this family member for the past like six hours or two or three days. It's and too things, much. And it's, you know, there's something in between you two. How, how do you go about dealing with like, hey, we've had something between us, or you upset me, and and I'm hanging around you for two or three days, and I've, man, there's a pain inside of me, or there's an awkwardness, or there's, how would you, what's your advice to someone who's dealing with that situation? If, if you're the one holding on to something, I'm gonna advise you to get rid of it. Yeah. Because in the moment is a very difficult time to air that out. Right. Um, if someone's holding something against you, yeah, then you might wanna ask about that. You know, um, I, I, I've had a tendency in the past to be just very direct, very confrontational, and it rarely works. And so uh, a gentleman I've talked to for years, friend of mine, Jim Osterhouse, yeah. 
Jim, Jim is a psychologist, and Jim said, when someone really starts with something heated, it, he, he said, you know what, sometimes one of the best, you know, I can tell that's important to you. Yeah. I can tell that's something. Maybe we can discuss this at a, you know, at a later time, or yeah. I, can, I can call you, we can discuss it. Probably here, it's, it's gonna be awkward yeah. for people. Yeah. And so if you can deflect yeah. and, and try to defer that to another time, yeah. that'd be more helpful. If you have something that maybe something's happened between you and another family member okay. and it's hurt you okay. and and you're upset about it, yeah. how do you, you know, and the holidays kind of brings that it's out. It's not that time. No, okay. That's, that, that's really the wrong time. Mm. Because not if you really have something against someone else, the scriptures say you go to them. Okay. It doesn't say wait till you're, now here's what happens. Sometimes people will sabotage. Yeah. They get in a whole family situation right. and they feel empowered. Now that I've got all my allies around me, yep. I'm, I'm gonna jump right back into this, this yep. strife-filled situation, and that's where I would back go to, hey, listen, I, I can see that's important. Why don't we discuss this later on? Just the two of us. Gotcha, yeah. And so again, trying to isolate that as opposed to airing it where everyone, because you know people are gonna start weighing in, especially our family. Totally, they're, yeah. They're, they're, they're gonna jump people, in with their opinions. They pick sides real quick. <laughs> they pick, and, 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 you, and what happens is, it can make the holidays uncomfortable for everybody. Yeah. So we're thinking not just about us, we're thinking about everybody. Yeah. Now that's easier said in an off the cuff setting than it is when you're right there in the middle of it. And, yeah. and so, but here's the deal. If you're holding something in your heart, you need to deal with that before you go into the holidays, mm. before you see that person, mm. or they're gonna just do something minor and you're gonna go off on them. Right. So if you, you, did, you, you, would, need, you need to clear your heart of that. So you would reach out to them ahead of time. Maybe ahead so. of time. Yeah. And if they try to bring it up, just go, hey, listen, I know it's important. We do need to discuss this. Yeah. Can we do this? And, and if you can't do it later, do it privately. Okay, yeah. okay you, you and I step outside for a we'll talk. Yeah, that's really good. That's really good. Um, what about, how do you deal with, let's say, we'll do, change the scenario up. Okay. Let's say families get together and you're not invited to an event. Okay. How would you handle that situation? I would be happy. You would be happy. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, you would, I know for you, you'd be yeah, like, thank yeah, you. Thank you. I'll, yes, I'll, you, disinvi- I'll en- you canceled me from something I didn't even want to be part I'll of. I'll enjoy the peace and quiet. Yes. Um, but not everybody has that same, no, and there can be a lot of hurt there. You know, no, and no. With right. where right. America is, you know, there's family lines where it's like, hey, there's so many different opinions now, and those opinions have really elevated sometimes even above right. relationship. To the point where people are are canceling out loved ones. Yes. Yeah. You know, I, I don't think there's any easy way that you can deal with that. I, I just think that's something that you can talk to the Lord about. You know, okay. You know, David just kind of poured out his heart and just said, "Lord, this, you know, this hurts." You know, the fact that, and, and then if you can, uh, if you can get past the hurt and recognize it's typically not necessarily you personally. It's something, yeah. maybe what you stand for. Yeah. Or, you know, for example, if you used to be a big partier and all everybody in your family parties hard and you stopped, you might not get invited yeah. just because you're, you're no longer fun anymore. Right. You yeah. know, I, I've had friends that stopped inviting me to things when, when I was, because I was a Christian. And, right. And so it was no longer fun. And... and and even though you know the reason why, it's it's it's, it's not easy. Yeah. But um, I, I just take that to because there's there's really no easy way to process rejection. But understand that if if you were 
if you were going with them and doing the very same things, you'd, you'd still be a part of it. Yeah. So there is, there is sometimes, and, and this is what, you know, people talk about suffering for the Lord. Yeah. I think some, that's some of the suffering you get. Yeah. You get the eye roll or you get the, you get the you're not part of it. Or, yeah. or you get, hey, we're all going out. We knew you wouldn't want to go, so we didn't invite you. Right, yeah. You, you get some of that. And quite honestly, some of that's just simply because of our identity with the Lord. Hmm. Yeah. So just you kind of you take it to the Lord and just yeah. say like, hey, this is just a part of yeah, it. Yeah, it's you're in, in effect, you're taking one for His team. Yeah, that's really good. Um, how do you deal with? We'll kind of go on that route. Um, loneliness and, uh, you know, how do you deal with being lonely during the holidays or? Along those lines, I know, uh, have you ever spent a Christmas or something like alone? And how have you well, dealt with that? And this, this will be interesting because we're taping this ahead of time. Yep. But your mother is speaking on loneliness Sunday. Okay. Oh, wow. And yeah. so, uh, you know, and, and, and she understands it yep. and, and really is able to tap into it. So yeah. I, I can say before I've ever seen the message, it will be worth going back in. Yeah. So that's going to be November 21st. And, and see, the, yeah, the 21st. I, I, I would check that out. Yeah. Uh, but um, and, and I think one of the things she she will be talking about is the idea that that loneliness is not necessarily a function of not having people around you; it's the function of feeling disconnected. Hmm. And so, because you hear people say, "I'm in my marriage and I still feel lonely." Right. I'm, I'm surrounded by friends. I've got 800 friends on my social media, yeah, which is low. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's lonely, I have zero. And so, and, and I'm still lonely. Yeah. And so it's, it's not necessarily that you don't have activity, it's that you feel disconnected hmm. from people. Yeah. And, and, and that's one of the deals. And so, you know, that again, that's something, don't, don't mean to sound like a broken record, but that, that is something that you really have to take to the Lord and go, why do I feel lonely? And another good question is, do I feel disconnected from God? Hmm. Yeah. And, and that's, remember Jesus said, all of you guys, you know, when, right before the cross, he said, "All oh, you guys going to leave me?" Mm, yeah. But he said, "But I'm not alone." Yeah. He said, "For my Father's with me." Yeah. And so, Jesus um, had an understanding of that. Yeah. And so, you know, it, regardless of of who is in your life or who is not in your life, if you have God in your life, you're you're loved. Uh, you have an open invitation to have fellowship yeah. with with Him, and um, it's, it's, if you're looking, excuse me, if you're looking for people to fill that gap, that you're going to be disappointed sometimes. Because mm. people can't always fill that gap. So being alone Christmas, do you think society makes a bigger oh, deal of this oh. too? I, I, I hate this because society makes it seem like if you spend Christmas alone, you're the ultimate loser. And there are different circumstances that cause people to, you know, to be, to be alone, yeah. you know, for, for the past few Christmases, when you guys got married and had family, very few people are, I mean, we, mom and I have had Christmases where nobody is around. Yeah. But, but it's like I tell people, I don't let a day define me. Yeah. Christmas is the day we celebrate, we celebrate the Lord's birth, but I'm not going to make a, a big deal over it. Yeah. If there's, you guys weren't there the day before Christmas and you're not going to be there the day after Christmas, I'm not going to make a big deal over Christmas. And I think sometimes media sends you that. And if you're alone at Christmas, you're a loser. Right. And no one can, not true. And it's a day. And it, yeah, it's a day we can celebrate, but it's a day. And don't let it define you. Don't let any day define yeah. you. Yeah. Didn't Paul talk about that to the Galatians? 
when don't worry about like celebrating days and uh, well, who was it the group that got off on well, the, with, with the Jews were big on yeah. the Judaizers would come in and tell them they had to celebrate days and feast and all that yes. stuff. And he's like, no. But he said, he said one man treats every day in Romans. He said one man treats every day, uh, one day special. One another man treats every day alike. He said let, let everyone be fully convinced in his own mind, but don't let the enemy hurt you. And, and just constantly just tell you that you're nothing and no, and no one loves you just because you're not spending Christmas with mm. a loved one. Yeah. How do you, I'll talk about this a little bit in this direction, misconceptions about Christmas and just Christmas in general. Mm. You know, what do you think are some of the biggest misconceptions that society has created with Christmas? Well, we just really talked about one. Yeah. If you're not with loved ones on Christmas, you're a loser. Right. You know, you're no one and you're nobody until somebody loves you. Right. Um, well, if that's the case, I'm loved. I'm loved by God. Yeah. So I think it's by putting too much pressure on a day. Yeah. I think it's the idea we've been sold, the idea of Christmas magic. Okay. Yes. You, you know, Christmas magic. We're yeah. going to come together and and there's going to be this Christmas magic and nasty old Uncle Bob, who's always been nasty, is on Christmas. He's going to be sweet and wonderful. It's going to be awesome. And, and you know, and it's... Everyone's just going to love one another, and this Christmas, and it's <laughs> there isn't Christmas magic, yeah. you know. No, maybe the only way that Uncle Bob gets nice is if he has more drinks than usual. But then he <laughs> might get ugly. Yeah, and so, and so I think expecting everything to be perfect because it's Christmas. I think putting expectations that are unrealistic yeah. on Christmas. Yeah, you know that loved one or maybe that lost relationship is going to contact you and reach out right. on Christmas. Yeah. I think Hallmark, Hallmark. is the real enemy <laughs> because they have sold. So, so Hallmark yeah. is an instrument of the devil. It's the instrument of Satan <laughs> to sell ideas to people. I mean, I, during I, the Christmas season, they ramp oh, up. Don't they start oh, in the summer? Yeah. I mean, it's like as soon as like, yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's October. Well, after 9-11, they kind of start it, that season it, rolling it, that direction. It's ridiculous. But the idea that everything gets solved. Yeah. Christmas. You're going to find so, someone that, so, you're going to find some handsome yes. so-and-so who owns a Christmas tree shop in your hometown <laughs> after you got fired from your New York marketing job. It's yeah. like every I could, I could write those. Oh, I, I think of computer rights. I could, I, I could yeah. write those. I, I think one of the biggest thing is expectations are way out, way off the chain. Yeah, you know, I, you know, uh, Joy's mom uh, grew up in an Italian immigrant family. Her her parents came over from Italy yeah. in the twenties, and she grew up in a, in a family. Uh, situations were tight. She remembers the holidays as being so special because they actually got extra food. Right. Yeah. And so, and so she always put this real huge emphasis on the holidays. Mm because they were like a, a, a break from some of the harshness of life. Yeah. And so you have people who have brought their traditions in and their expectations in, and, and, and that sometimes when your expectations are here and your reality is here, yeah. in between there is a whole lot of room for hurt. Right, yes. And, and so that's, that's... How do you, okay, so how do you manage your own expectations? During Christmas. But you, you know me yeah. with, with Christmas. I'm just, I, I don't make it anything, you know, I, I don't make it a big deal. Yeah. I say, we'll, we'll, we'll get up. 
Yeah, a lot of times. Is that a mental thing? Is that a is that something that you speak out? How is how do you practice managing those expectations? Or is it something you think about ahead of time and say, like, I hey, think about, I think about it ahead of time. I go into that ahead of time. I'm not expecting so and so to do this. Right. I'm not expecting there to be magic. Well, there's been two or three two or three Christmases in a row. Like I so said, you kids haven't even been around. Yeah. And so. And I, we're not awful kids. I want to. We have we have other obligations. <laughs> yeah, but but uh, anyway, it's not what. But anyway. But but what we've also done is take the pressure off you guys yeah. to be with us at Christmas. Yeah, and yeah. so you guys make it. Pretty, and we, so we make it easy. Yeah. So make it easy on yourself. Make it easy on other people. Hey, you don't have to be there. I mean, I, I listen to people. Their Christmas is crazy. Yeah. But, okay, we're going to we're going to this parents, yeah. and then we can't taste, stay too long at this parents because we got to get to this one. Especially now with blended family. Yeah. And, and yeah. that, that makes it even tougher. Yeah. We got, we got we got dad, and dad's got you know his girlfriend, and we have to make sure we're at his house. But then we could better go to mom's because mom's can be by herself. Yeah. And we got to go, but then we have to leave and go to her. For, and and it, the whole the whole Christmas is yeah. like it's like playing whack a mole. It's, yeah. it's it's just crazy. Yeah. And so some of that is, hey, can you you know, can you talk about things ahead of time? Can yeah. you can you come up with a more reasonable schedule? So expectations, pressures. Yeah. You, you bought someone a special gift and they don't really like it. Right. That's, yeah. That's tough. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, I mean, now as a family, we don't exchange presents. Right. Which has been a very helpful. Yeah. Low. It makes Christmas a lot lower pressure. Yeah. I know for like not having to worry about. Yeah. I know. And even Kelly, my wife, her family, they don't exchange presents. Yeah. And which has actually helped really take pressure off. But I mean, if we were exchanging presents- We, we, give, we give them to the kids. Yeah, I'm, I'm spending money. I have to make sure I get the right gift. And then are you gonna like it? You're not gonna like it. Do yeah. I put on the fake face when you give me the present? That All that, there is a lot of- <laughs> And again, it comes down to expectations yeah. and pressure that can be put on. Yeah. And so what can you do to kind of relieve some of that? Mm. Yeah. You know, if you've, got, if you've got a set of parents who is cool with you not being there, yeah. just say, hey, do you mind if we come by maybe the day after and we can just and we can yeah. and so you just do what you can and people act like oh you're gonna come out the day after yeah the day after christmas yeah it's it's december 26 it right. still works yeah and so yeah and so i you know I, I, again i'm not I'm, I'm a little bit more of a I don't, know, I don't even know if it's pragmatic or or just a realist but i do not put undue expectations on holidays yeah yeah. Oh, and you don't put those. How how do you deal with someone maybe where you aren't putting an unrealistic expectation on something, yeah, yeah. but you have a family member who is? Yeah. Well, that's how have you dealt with that? In the well, past? you know, and, and again, it's the now I'm I'm the I'm the parent. It's easier for me to, to deal with that. If right. you're the child and your parents are expecting and there's yes. a lot of pressure, yeah. I I think if you can handle it ahead of time and go, hey, can you give us a break this time? We love you guys, but but we haven't been to her folks yeah. in a while, or we've got this and we've got this scenario, yeah. you know, it's the, but you've got to be here for, you know, yeah. we always open presents, you know, right. yeah. yeah. how would you do, yeah. how do you deal with that? And, and and sometimes you, sometimes, I don't know if there's any way to win at yeah. that. You just go, you know what? We have been pushed lately and we're not going to be there at eight o'clock in the morning. Yeah. We'll, we'll be there by 10. Yeah. And if you're, if you're, if you're not living under their roof and under their authority, yeah. you have the ability as, a, as your own family to go, hey, here's what we're going to do. Hmm. And if you can do it kindly, you don't have to drop a heavy duty boundary. Right. But, but healthy boundaries during the year make for, make for a whole lot better holidays. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good point. Okay. What do you think? This is, no, Jesus is the reason for the season. How do you make, 
That's profound. It is. Make sure I, we get that. Make sure we get that on camera. I came. I, I have it. Uh, I wrote it down. Um, but like you know, there is this element of you know how, and we don't talk about it too much, but how the commercialization yeah. of Christmas right. has happened and right. kind of. Christmas was a celebratory event about mm -hmm. the birth of Jesus, obviously, but like has the world has quote unquote the world has taken it and kind of taken it into a different they place. Hijacked. How do you bring Jesus back into kind of the Christmas season, both with your family, for yourself? What does that look like for you? You know, I think when it's just our family, I think we've talked about things we're thankful for. Yeah. And so um Without belaboring, if you've got a bunch of little children around, yeah. they're not interested in hearing long stories about about Jesus. Yeah. But we can say, you know what, guys, we're thankful that, that Jesus has helped us and yeah. it's, it's his birthday. Yeah. Did mom ever do a cake? Did she do a happy birthday Jesus cake? I don't think so. I think it's my wife's family who does a happy birthday Jesus. Okay. And they sing happy birthday to Jesus. Hey, you know, However, however, Love you guys. <laughs> how, however, you're comfortable bringing yeah. that in. Yeah. And so I, I think, if, again, if it's your house, it's your rules. Yeah. And so maybe maybe before the meal, yeah. you say, hey, guys, just before we do this, I want to pray. I'm very grateful that yeah. God sent Jesus. Yeah. And you can do that. Your house, your rules. Okay. Yeah. If I'm at someone else's house, I can't necessarily inject that. Yeah. And so a, a lot of it is, how am I going to handle this personally? But here's the deal. This is not the time for you to work Jesus into the into the situation because you've got to get yeah. Jesus in there. Yeah. I think a better thing is for you to act like him when you're around them. <laughs> How's that? Yeah. That's profound. Write that down. Yeah. 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 It's I mean, because it's it's trim. Even even the Bible, you see Jesus with sinners and tax collectors. He ate in fact, most of the time you see him eating, it's Typically with people who are not. I think the sinners and tax club had the better food. <laughs> it's just like, this is where it's at, right? This, so, this is where it's at. Yeah, that's a really good point. But we don't ever see him in the Bible, too, condemning everybody around him at, no. you know, he's sitting with Zacharias. Right. We just preached on a Sunday. That would be Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus. That's okay. Not Zacharias. That's okay. Working on his theology. That's why you are the pastor. That's right. Um, but Zacchaeus, he, we, don't, we see him eating with Zacchaeus, yep. but we don't see him preaching at no. The, at the meal. Yeah. Yeah. No. So it's like, yeah. So, you, so sometimes just his acceptance. Yeah. You know, so many people need approval. They need acceptance. Mm. And if we're against them because they don't believe like we do, it's not helping us. It's not helping them. Yeah. And sometimes just loving people as opposed to being so stinking religious yeah. is, is, is one of the best things that we can do. Yeah. Totally. You know what? I, you may be having to have a, a holiday meal with people whose values and whose politics are so different from yours, but you got to think about it. Plant seeds that if there is a scenario where maybe they hit a hard time and they could humble their heart, they could, they could call you feeling like they're not going to get an earful of, of I told you so and you should have. Yeah. And so plant seeds, just be Christ-like. How do you handle that maybe if you're at a, you know, at a, a holiday Christmas event or holiday event in general and yeah. someone does come up to you and approaches you about, um, hey, I'm dealing with this hurt or this sure. pain. How do you deal? How would you, what would be your advice to a, well, someone who's like, how do you handle that situation? I, well, I, I, there's so many contexts. Totally. Yeah, I mean, so that, that's such a broad, such a broad question. Right. I, I think before you just jump in and preach to them, you might want to find out what they're dealing with. Yeah. And, and then 
and then really that's a scenario being led. Do you, do you have an opportunity to share maybe some of your own story? Yeah. That how the Lord's helped you. Yeah. Or you might look at him and go, listen, I'm, I'm going to pray. Can I pray for you? Yeah. But you don't do it when everybody's all sitting around and you make a big show out of it. Right. You, you, you protect because a lot of times they came to you in a vulnerable state. You yeah. protect that. Yeah. And so you, you pray for them. It's quiet. And you, you don't ever um, expose them. Okay. So now you, you talked out on the porch. Now you come back inside and you don't go, well, I was just sharing with Uncle Bob here yeah. about how Jesus can help him with his alcoholism. That, that's, <laughs> that's, no. yeah. you, you don't ever expose that. Yeah. So if someone shares something in confidence, you don't expose it. Maybe yeah. before you leave, you check in with them and go, hey, I'm, I'm going to be praying for you. Yeah. Here's my number. If you need, you need to call, I'll be glad to talk to you. Yeah. So if we're not pushy, right. I think that's... We're, you know, Pastor John Osteen used to say, don't fire hose people, sprinkle them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, planting seeds more yeah, than, seeds. than winning arguments. How do you, um, talking about arguments and at a dinner table, you know, there's politics has become far more, of, you know, people are putting politics ahead of putting family mm-hmm. and other values and things. We've talked about this, you and I have personally. You know, what if an argument breaks out at your dinner table at your house and, you know, you have a oh, crazy I, aunt that's, I, I that's can, saying can, something, that's can, stirring things, okay. or that's bugging everybody. What's, how do you deal with that? I, I, can, I can call time. Okay. I'm going to go, time, yeah. time out. My house, my house, my house, peace is, yeah. is important. Yeah. And I need peace here. Yeah. This table is gone. Well, table it table it. This is not your house. It's my, that, that's when I'll get real. Okay. It's my house. Yeah. And so we're, we're no, you're not going to, we're, you're not going to cause strife in my house. Yeah. Now, if I can, you know, I call time out, see if I can bring it in. Now, if crazy aunt so-and-so keeps, keeps up with that. Yeah. I, I, it depends on whose aunt she is. If she's mine <laughs> or if she's Joy's, yeah. I may pull her aside and go, I need you to chill. Yeah. Let's, let's just have a nice meal. Yeah. We're not going to agree. We're never all going to agree with one another. Right. So let's have a nice meal. Yeah. And let's don't let's don't do that. Yeah. yeah. So if she's what if she is mom's crazy aunt? I'm gonna let mom talk. Because mom her. actually does have a couple crazy aunts. <laughs> he said it. He said it. Yeah. So, um, talking to you, Aunt Mary. Yeah. Um, yeah, but we love Aunt Mary. We do love Aunt Mary. Yeah. But like how how would you do that that's in your house? I, I have I have timed out. I've I've got time. Let's change. Okay. Change subject. We're not gonna. We're not gonna win at this one. Yeah. And this is where. You, and this is where. I, this is where I'll get. This is my house. Yeah. And I'm now. If I'm in someone else's house, I get. I don't. I don't have that ability. What if you? I'll throw another scenario out. Okay. Family wise, what if you know you have a family member that's being attacked by other by someone else? Yeah. And it may or may not be in your house. What you know? How do you step? Do you step into that situation? Well, yeah, it's a, good, it's a good question. I, especially if I can see if it's getting heated, I, I, I might be able to go, hey guys, this, this looks like it's not going in a good direction. Yeah. While we table it. Yeah. Let's, let's keep peace. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes it's worth looking at people going, we don't see each other that much. Yeah. We're not in each other's lives yeah. that much. Yeah. And there's a reason. Yeah. Let's, 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 just, let's just work through these meals yeah. and, and have peace and, you know, and enjoy. We're family. So let's, let's just work through these meals. 
And after these meals, you won't see me again for about another year. Yeah. I won't see you again for another year. We, yeah. It's going to be okay. Yeah. And I love you. Yeah. <laughs> love you. Yeah. Yeah. But I, again, we're not trying to win. We're not yeah. trying to prove I'm right. I'm yeah. not trying to, I'm not insecure about that. Right. So. What, yeah. Cause there's even that thing of defending your faith. You know, I've heard oh, this yeah. statement, like maybe you have someone sitting across the table from you, like, you know, they're railing against Christianity. Mm. And, you know, what's, you know, and you're in the middle of it. What's your, you know, how do you handle a situation those like that? Those are not easy. Yeah. Those, those really aren't easy. Yeah. I, you know, I, and it really, it's going to depend on the situation. Yeah. So I might just look at them and shake my head and go, yeah. now, do, you, do you honestly believe that you have a good handle on Christianity? I, I, I've been a Christian for 40 plus years. Do you feel like you've got a better handle on even then, that's not that's not going to. <laughs> you don't win arguments. Yeah, you don't win arguments. Yeah, and do and, and sometimes you just might have to look at people and go, "Well, that's your opinion." Yeah. Do you think that it's our job to defend Christianity in these situations? Ah, uh, this, this, this that's a great question, uh, Matt. I, I think again in the context uh, of of where you are in the situation, am I really having to defend? The Bible said, "Be always willing to give a reason for the hope that's in you." but with meekness. And so there's a teachability. Yeah. Here's the reason that I have a, a, a hope. And it's it's a hope for the future. Mm. And it's a hope that's in me, not because I'm perfect or not because I've done a better job than everybody else. It's, it's because of my relationship with the Lord. So it says, be willing to give a reason to defend the hope that's in you. Yeah. Now, I don't necessarily have to defend God and his word. He's able to take care of himself. <laughs> And so I, I don't have to. Yeah. I don't have to defend him, but I can tell you for the hope that's in me. Yeah. And I really think that it's our attitude and our demeanor that's going to make the biggest impact, not our words. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Because very rarely do you win an argument. Do you win people you, over? You it's know. very rarely do you have someone that's yeah. railing against because, Christianity, because and you're it, in that moment. It's, it's the, defend Christianity to the point where they're like, you know what? It's the push. Right. If, if, if it's the push, if somebody pushes you, yeah. and you push back, all they do is push more. Yeah. So sometimes you just let them push. Yeah. And just be like, yeah, because the, the biggest thing is if they can't, boy, if you're, if you're good at this, then t tell me how you do it. That, that, that they can't get a rise out of you. Yeah. That they do something and you just go, huh, that's interesting. And just move on down the road. If you can do that, you you, you have you have a reached high level. You have snatched <laughs> the pebble. Sometimes holidays bring up can you know the memories we've talked about this mm. a little bit. You know, yeah. with the holiday season, the same music's played, the same decorations triggers. put out. You have the same food that you're eating, so yeah. you have yeah. triggered, triggered memories. Triggers. Could be a loss of a relationship, could be a loss of friends, yes. could be a loss of a loved one, a husband, a wife, you know. Yes, yes. How how what's your advice for someone who man, I'm doing good, doing great, holidays hit. Oh, I'm triggering all these emotions that are very real, all these feelings. Oh, that's so and that's so real and it's so true. Yeah. Because um, now, for example, this Christmas coming up will yeah. be the first Christmas that I have not had my parents. Both, so both my parents are gone. Yeah, both are, are in heaven now. I'm rejoicing that they're in heaven. Yeah, I don't think heaven stops on Christmas and like it's like it's Christmas. Well, I mean, technically, Jesus probably wasn't born on Christmas. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. But I, I don't know if you knew I, that. I, th I thank you for sharing that. <laughs> I, I think going into I think going into it to be forewarned yeah. is to be forearmed. Mm. If you know that, that and, and and maybe you could 
if you can change some things, the challenges, the triggers are the same. Yeah. You know, same same stuff. So it does bring back a, a flood of memories. Yeah. So just know it's coming. Yeah. If you're if you're ready for it, you know yeah. you know it's coming. Try not to play every sad Christmas song. Yeah. Because music has a way to me of triggering even yeah. more than anything else. Jesus said he came to heal the brokenhearted. Yep, he did. What do you think that looks like for somebody who's really maybe brokenhearted during this season or time? You know, that's a real, that's a real um, difficult thing to just to say. It's not like putting a bandaid on something, right? Mm -hmm. Or, but it's asking the Lord, Lord, I am definitely brokenhearted on this. Mm. I'm asking for your help. But one of the ministries of the Holy Spirit, He is called the Comforter. Yeah, and He can He can give you comfort and peace in the middle of a situation when that you can't even explain it. Yeah. But you just like, I was okay. Yeah. You know, I was okay. Yeah. And I, and I think, I think coming through the holidays, it, it, you know, it was Christmas day, your best day ever. Maybe it wasn't. Yeah. You okay? Yeah, I'm okay. I'm gonna yeah. make it. Yeah. Great. Cause guess what tomorrow is? The day after Christmas. Yeah. And life goes on. Yeah. Yeah. How do you, how, how do you manage with, uh, you know, the commercialization of Christmas with kids? You know, what does that look like as far as like, how do you keep kids well, from getting- Really? Are you talking about me and, and your mother who yeah. who's bought out Amazon for your for, for your children? Yes. Yeah. yeah. How do you, I know, cause we, we know we did a practice as a family where we stopped giving gifts. Okay. Could you speak a little bit into that and why? Um, when did we start that? We started that when Michael was about 16. And um, we, we decided that instead of spending all that money on, on Christmas gifts, we were going to take that money and give it away. Yeah. And so to families that were in need and families in, in, in situations where it could be a blessing to yeah. it killed Mike. <laughs> I thought it was great. That yeah, came yeah. Right. I was on you the were house. Gone. Yeah. You were gone. And I thought for Michael, it was fantastic. Yeah. yeah. It's character building. It was, it, it, it was hard. Yeah. But we began to take some of that pressure yeah. off. Now, grandkids, different story. Yeah. And they're little. Yeah. And, and, what we, was, and, and we're not going to explain yeah. to, you, to, to six year old Kylie yeah. and, and Gracie yeah. that Gracie's five or Gracie's five. Is Kylie seven? Seven. Okay. Um, Mom's got all that down. Sure. She, she tracks all that. Um, we're not going to explain to them why they're not getting Christmas gifts. Right. So yeah. we're, we're not playing it. Yeah. As they get older, things might change. Yeah. But grandkids are. Yeah. What know, was the what was the reason for, for not giving gifts, especially to Michael? I, did, I think we just started looking and go, hey, we do enough for you during the course of the year. We don't have to go all out on here. Yeah. There are families that could really use this. Yeah. So the idea was to teach him to give. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. A um, couple more questions. Okay. New Year's coming up. Yay. Yes. New Year. Yeah. You know, that season's coming. How do you approach the new year? You know, maybe are you a person who's looking back retrospectively during that time and taking account of things? Do you create New Year's resolutions? Um, you know, that's a time of season for people. Yeah. You know, that's something for Christmas seasons like, hey, we celebrate Christmas and all of a sudden you have this brand new year facing yeah. you. Yeah. Whether we like it or not, you know, the earth has circled the sun one more time. And as humans, we're like, mm -hmm. something has to change in us sometimes. There's that desire. Right, right, right. How do you approach that? I, uh, uh, I'm not as much on reflecting. Now, we try to take the week prior to, and, and because uh, of our schedule, we're able to take that 
that week off and we get yeah. the staff the week off. Yeah. And it, to me, it's, it's, I'm now I'm starting to look ahead. Okay. Not look back as much. Okay. But, but looking ahead, what do I want to accomplish? What do I want to do yeah. in the upcoming year? Praying about areas I need to change, areas I need to shore up. Yeah. I, I don't know that I've, I've gotten real big on resolutions. Yeah. Uh, but there are some areas that I want to do better in and, and kind of map out. Here's, here's my goals and plan written down still makes a difference. Okay. Yeah. If you, if you can write things down, just don't write down a, like three pages of right. stuff. Yeah. Um, a friend of ours writes a vision list of, of some things that they would like to do. Okay. Yeah. And, and so and, and less. So, yeah. And so here's, here's a vision list. Here's, Here's what we would like to do. Here's what we'd like to. They write down what would they like to give mm. in the year. Yeah. In the new year. Yeah. And and things that they, they would like to do for their family or things they would like to do for other people. And yeah. So. Or what um, they'd like to do in ministry as well. Yeah, what they like to do in ministry. So I I think that's a great time to pray. For some reason, we seem to tune in at the beginning of the year. Yeah. So I think it's a great time to pray. Lord, what do you have for us? What's What's our next step? Yeah. And, and so instead of trying to get the whole big picture, it's like, yeah. Lord, what's the step I can take this year? Yeah. Maybe it's, maybe it's, I'm going to really commit to reading my Bible. Yeah. Maybe it's, I'm going to, um, I'm going to spend more time praying. I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to memorize scripture. Yeah. I try to go into the new year already doing. In other words, I don't start January 1. Gotcha. So there are things, in fact, in a devotional on, on Feb, on the, uh, the 20th or 19th, 19th of, of um, November, I did a devotional on the Lord is my shepherd, 23rd Psalm. Yeah. One of the things I encourage people to do is for the next month and a half, I said to quote the 23rd Psalm at least three times a day. Yeah. To memorize that and just to quote it out loud. Yeah. And to, to help form an itch. So I said, do that at the end of the year. So I want to end the year strong, mm. not just start something yeah let me in strong yeah so you're not putting all that pressure on oh, january 1 is yeah january like yeah i mean so you're encouraging for people it's like hey start what are the things that yeah, you want to change now. right now start now and start heading in that direction yeah, yeah, yeah. and get the momentum behind it yeah exactly yeah exactly yeah. that is that how you you've seen like because you know sometimes with the year changing you know and you think about man there's this thing that has been i haven't been able to get rid of there's this thing that I keep on cycling in the same, mm. maybe it's relationships, or maybe I'm cycling through the, through the same issues at work. I'm cycling through this. I feel like I had this constant thing. How do you get through those things? Now, now you've just launched into much more than a New Year's yeah. idea. Yeah. Now, now you're talking about what are you dealing with? What, what do the scriptures say about it? Do you have a biblical precedent for um, overcoming it, let's say it's relationship problems and you realize, man, I seem to sabotage relationships. Right. So, so that's just something that, 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 that's not a, I'm going to fix this in right. new year. I think new year's things need to be real simple, not yeah. process things, simple. Yeah. I can do this. Yeah. And so long range, I'm thinking, okay, Lord, what, what do I need to, what, what needs to be fixed in me? What do I need yeah. to change? Does that make sense? Yeah. So, yeah. so you're not trying to, I'm not going to create a whole process on January one. Yeah. But I might look at an area and go, I need some help in this area. Yeah. And so this is something I'm, I'm Lord, who can I talk to? Who can? Uh, what can I read? Yeah. What can I? What can I? I need wisdom about this area. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I would go at it from that way. That's great. That's really good. Um, 
What was your favorite Christmas present you ever got as a kid? It's a good question. Um, favorite Christmas present. A couple of them I remember. I remember getting a, uh, during the, when Santa Claus came, we were out of town and I had asked for a certain gift. And when I got, we were out of town, celebrated Christmas out of town. We didn't do that much as a kid. Yeah. When we got to the house, it was set up there. Oh, wow. So I was pretty pumped. Nice. Um, I remember one time where my parents tricked me. This was a very memorable, I don't know if it's my favorite, but it was memorable. They tricked me into, they gave me a present and I opened it up. My uncle and aunt were there and we were all sitting around. They gave me a present and I opened it up. It was a sing spelling plate, one of these little cheap things that when you opened it up, it played the yeah. music and you closed it up and it stopped. Yeah. I mean, it was like for a six-year-old. Yeah, and you were? I was 16. Okay. <laughs> and, and they gave it to me. And I, I, in a moment, in a strange moment, I had the graciousness to look at them and say, hey, thank you, I appreciate this. Yeah. And set it aside. And they laughed. They're like, oh, you handled that really well. And they gave me a, a what this time was in the mid-70s, a quadraphonic stereo set. Oh. So, it, you know. It wasn't. It wasn't like incredible high fidelity, but it yeah. was. It was really much better than the sings bill. That's pretty good. Then your mother, your mother gave me a Christmas <laughs> our first Christmas together. It was horrible, man. She cut pictures out of this book, and put scriptures in it, and and man, I ragged her about that because <laughs> I'm like, oh, really? It's, she's like, I'm so excited, and uh, and I did not do a good job of, uh, of receiving that Christmas present. I'm yeah. like. I'm like, oh yeah, great. You know, pictures of Jesus and yeah. scriptures. Yeah. And, and you were and, just like trash can. Yeah, I, I, no, I didn't throw it away, but I didn't throw it away. I'm like, wow. And, and yeah. she she was just like, this is amazing. And I'm like, thank you. So you had to set those expectations right, right? Yeah, uh, expectations here. Yeah, right. awesome. We ask her, she'll still remember that yes, one. Yes, I'm sure she will. Well, I think that's all the time we have. Good. Thank you very much. For answering these questions. I hope that you got some insight and some things and some help that could help you, some tools maybe for this Christmas season, yeah. holiday season to help you in a great start to the new year. Thank you, Pastor, for being here. Yeah, well, hope you have a wonderful Christmas and a great new year. And remember, you're not going to win the arguments. Just be sweet, be loving, be kind, and uh, just show Jesus to all your relatives. That, that will, that's going to be the best long-term goal. See you guys later. See you. We hope this message has blessed you. We have services every single Sunday at 9 and 1030 and Wednesday nights at 7. We'd love to see you here. Have a great week.